Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Hello, it's us. We're back again. Are you sick of the sound of our voices yet? It is the Snapbacks and Beards boys. This is episode 24, and I am your host, J.E. Wrestle Talk. I'm joined always by my two co-hosts. The first person I'm going to introduce to you, Rhea Ripley has 2 million account, uh, two million followers on TikTok. That means this guy has made 2 million separate TikTok accounts. It is that wrestling guy, TWG1991, Stu Matos. How are we doing? I am very, very well. Thank you, my friend. How are we doing? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. And also, my other co-host, if LA Knight, Rob Van Dam and Kurt Angle had some weird love child, that child grew up, wore a snapback, and then gave everyone beard envy, that would be him. It is the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are we doing today, sir? Very good. I appreciate that uh, intro as well. You're more than welcome. (laughs) I've been working on them because you've been coming with some really good intros and I've just been like, hi, it's us. We're back again. How is everyone? (laughs) I thought I'd try and uh, try and level up a bit. Basically, if uh, if Rhea Ripley forever ever follows us, we're not just do. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I was actually, um, I was thinking, as as you said that, when, uh, when we finished recording, uh, the snapbacks account needs to follow Rhea. I think. I don't think I've actually done that yet. I'm, uh, I don't think you I'm, have. I know. I'm. I'm a little bit upset with myself. I think that's probably. Uh, I should have done it. The simping level has gone from ten to <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh well, since you're here, may as well announce that since we've made a TikTok account. Oh yes, actually, yeah. What, one of you guys go for it. Who wants to tell? Who wants to tell the world? Uh, Johnny, it was you, your. Nice you're, well, okay, I can do that. Yeah, so um, we have, um, and I'll announce it on my uh, on my TikTok live as well. So finally, after what feels like months of discussing actually doing it, we have created our Snapbacks and Beards official TikTok. So you can follow us there and get all info on what we're doing for the podcast. Get any questions in any updates on the podcast and find out when podcasts are released so i'm right in saying that the the handle is just at snapbacks and beards is that correct mm-hmm. yes. So yes go and follow us on there please do please do yeah so we will get into the episode it is our money in the bank predictions episode this is a very very special weekend because money in the bank will be coming live from the uk at the o2 arena with smackdown in the same destination the night before how are we feeling about this boys so excited very surreal to be there yeah (laughs) just to like be there be like oh this is this is that event that it's like we're actually there but there's (laughs) and it's not like i'm not shitting on clash because clash was amazing but it's not one they've created it is one of their pay-per-views and it's what they class in their their big five as well so this is this is a huge deal yeah and uh, i'm gonna get the uh i'll get the plug in on the podcast and on on my live i will be at the uh hooked on wrestling watch along in the bar and grill in shoreditch because i haven't got a ticket so i'm gonna be there watching 
Cla- uh, no, I won't be watching Clash. I won't be doing that. I'll be watching Money in the Bank from there yeah. with the Hooked on Wrestling guys. So if you haven't got a ticket to uh, Money in the Bank, come and find me there. I will be the one in the rear T-shirt and a snapback. <laughs> I'm sure you won't be the only person in the rear T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> not, no. <laughs> so we will get on to our predictions for Money in the Bank, but we should mention this coming Friday on SmackDown, there are two championship matches first of all we have a tag team match between Sami Zayn and kevin owens versus pretty deadly (laughs) no boys uh for the undisputed tag team championships um i want to get your views on this boys how do you think it's going to go and do you think this should have been for one one set of belts and maybe they could have could have split them up what what are you guys thinking uh johnny we'll go to you first I think it would have been good if it was for separate belts, but also when that happens, I think it kind of makes it obvious who's winning. But if it was for the undisputed tag team titles, uh, Yes Boys, uh, Pretty Deadly. I actually thought they were called Yes Boys, totally forgot. Pretty Deadly. um, (laughs) um, They're the kind of characters that would be like, no, we're taking them all. They're ours. Why would we want to share them? You know, that's the kind of character they are. Mm. So... um, it suits their characters to have all the gold in that sense, but I think, I mean, I know it's in the UK, but I, I don't see them winning this. Um, they're a legit, you know, they're a proper tag team. I know Keo and Sammy are good friends. They're not a real tag team, really, but um, I don't see them winning this. Of course, you know, the UK fans want a title change, something surprising for them, but I don't think Pretty Deadly is the answer to be the one to do that. Fair enough. Stu, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, no, I I completely agree. I I don't really, really dislike Pretty Deadly. I think they're there. I'm not really that bothered by them either, either way. Um, but they're not the guys to beat Sammy and KO. Um, I've said it before, and I'll probably say it again and again and again when we talk about the tag team titles. They need to do a triple threat tag team title match to take both belts separately off Sammy and KO. That's the way to do it and separate them back onto their respective brands. But if it's for if it's for both, I don't see Pretty Deadly being being the the boys to do it. Mm. I feel like I feel like this is a bit of a general consensus because I'm gonna go absolutely the same way. Um I can't I can't get behind Pretty Deadly and at the moment. Legolas and Aragon aren't taking the, the, the tag team titles anytime soon. I can't believe you disrespected Legolas and Aragon. <laughs> um, I would go as far to say, and this could be a hot take, could not, but if Hit Row had a tag match versus Pretty Deadly, I'd be rooting for Hit Row. Oof. Wow. There I can't go. get behind them at the mm. moment. They're, they're doing nothing for me. I know they've got a following. Um, I see on TikTok there are a lot of people that like them, but they don't they don't do anything for me at the moment. So KO and Sammy to to retain these belts on SmackDown. So that's a uh, three way. So we are we including this in our in our predictions, we're gonna include the SmackDown matches. I think so. There's because yeah. there's only yeah. there's only six matches mm-hmm. announced for uh, yeah. yeah money in the belt, potentially a seventh, which we will talk about briefly as well. But um yeah, let's yeah. let's include these two. They're in a position at the moment where they can't really separate the tag belts because the women's belts have just been unified. Mm. So they can't, unless they just call them the WWE Tag Team Championships and just get rid of the two belts and just have them as tag team champions. 
length float between shows, which I think that would be the best option. Um, get rid of the undisputed thing. I, you know, the four belts thing is annoying me. Um, but if they have just one tag team championships, like they used to, then I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. And then we have. I've completely lost my train of thought. We have Asuka defending her women's championship against Charlotte Flair on SmackDown as well. Stu, has Charlotte come back to do what she always does? So I feel like you can never, ever write off Charlotte, but I think we will see Bianca interfere and whether she costs Charlotte or any, I, I, I think Oscar walks out still as the women's champion. Um, I think if they've brought Charlotte back to win the belt, what, like three weeks after coming back, I think that shows a real, that shows where they see the SmackDown's women division, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really know how the match is going to go, but I predict that. Oscar will come out of it still champion. Yeah, I mean, when we saw that that backstage segment where Adam Pearce barred Bianca Belair from ringside, I was like, okay, so so Bianca Belair is going to get involved. But pretty in much means she's going to turn up. If you're yeah, barred yeah. from ringside, it means you're turning up. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Johnny, how do you see this one going, buddy? Charlotte, like, there's no hesitation in my mind that Charlotte Flair's winning. Like, of course she is. And then I feel like what we'll do, because obviously she's going to tie her dad, and I think they're I just want them to do that now so they can stop going on about it, you know, because that's what they're planning on doing. So have her lose on SmackDown the next week and then win it back at SummerSlam because she's never lost at SummerSlam. Finally, 16-time champ. You know, I just... So, uh, yeah. so this one makes her a 15-time champion? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, I've never been any more confident. Of course, Charlotte wins every time she's in the title match. So <laughs> <laughs> interesting because I'm going to go and take the side with Stu. I think Oscar okay. is going to retain her belt through uh, Bianca Belair interference, and then they'll build up for those three to have a triple threat at SummerSlam, which I then think Charlotte will take it there. Yeah, uh, um, like I say, I'm just used to her winning so much. I'm just oh. like, well. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You can't, you can't dispute that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will say Asuka for this match as well. Again, not really sure too much is going to happen in the match. I don't know if it main events the show. Uh, like, I don't know. It's a go-home show before Money in the Bank, isn't it? I mean, they might want to shock and change champion, but no, nah, I think I think Asuka mm. is going to retain. So, and then... We skip to the next day, and we have got the Money in the Bank event happening from the O2 in London. I believe the start time for all our UK fans, if you're not going and you want to watch it, is 8pm, I believe is the start time for the show. We will jump straight into the most recent match that has been added to the card, and that is Shayna Baszler and... Rowdy Ronda Rousey defending their, I guess, undisputed tag team championships mm -hmm. against Raquel Rodriguez and a returning Liv Morgan. Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. Again, I think it's quite um, 
a predictable match here. I think it's Rhea. Uh, sorry, Rhea. I think it, uh, not Rhea. Thinking about Rhea so much, eh? No, um, <laughs> so nice. it's, it's easily done. It's easily done. That. <laughs> yes, I think it's Ronda and Charlotte. Ronda and Charlotte. For God's sake, Ronda and Shayna. I think they will retain because I just feel like if there was ever a time to legitimize these tag team belts, having a long reign with two women who are supposed to be unbeatable would be the way to do it. And I think they have to win this match to continue on their dominance. There isn't many uh, tag teams to go up against, but I do think that the best outcome is to have some kind of you know, seriousness in these tag team titles and having them lost after like a week wouldn't be the way to do it. So I think they need to win. And I think they will. Nice, interesting. Well, I say interesting. I think it's a, a, a safe, a safe, uh, safe <laughs> yeah. bet there. Um, yeah. Stu, where do you see this one going? Yeah, um, I agree. If you're gonna, if you're gonna legitimise them, uh, keep them on two legitimate fighters for now. Um, I've got a horrible feeling that the 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 star of the four of these four women is going to have to take the pin because i can't see that they're going to bring Liv back and her take the pin straight away so i think it'll be raquel that takes the pin or submits um which will be unfortunate but yeah i think predictably i think it'll be ronda and Shayna to win interesting see i do think that it will be Shayna and ronda that win as well but i'm wondering if it is Liv that takes the pin and then there might be a little tension between Raquel and Liv, maybe a little program there. Raquel saying, well, I lost the belts when you weren't actually here because you got injured. So I had to do this by myself and now you've come back and we still can't do it sort of thing, maybe. Yeah, um, I, I could go for that. Not that, I want to see, not that I want to see every single tag team splitting up, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think this one's quite a safe bet with uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler retaining there is news that they will be the two uh, newest superstars uh, from the main roster to appear on NXT as well, which I guess makes sense if they've got those tag team championships. Yeah, they should. They should parade them about. Um, Seth Rollins on NXT, Ronda Rousey on NXT. They're that AJ Styles has been there. They're they're big names. You've got to remember as well with this merger with UFC. I think Ronda will appear and everything because she is obviously the big star from she's uh you know that poster girl from ufc and dana white loves to parade her about i think uh you'll see ronda you know pretty much everywhere i agree i agree yeah mm -hmm. i think and i think they'll uh try and bring brock in uh not mm -hmm. not necessarily to nxt um but uh <laughs> a lot more frequently again i think we'll be seeing yes. a lot more of brock as well uh, mm -hmm. after this feud with Cody Rhodes which is a nice little tangent because we will move on to the next match which is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes against Dom Dom Dominic Mysterio I imagine he will be flanked by Mammy by Rhea Ripley so for that reason and that reason alone do <laughs> where do you see this match going um so I I can't believe that these words are going to come out of my mouth, but I am very, very convinced we are going to see 
the man of hard times, Dom Mysterio, get a win over Cody Rhodes. Um, I think... Uh, I think that they have... Say it, because I, I, I think yeah. it as well. Say it. I, I, <laughs> think, I think they're going to convince Brock. I think they're going to pay him. I wouldn't be surprised if this match is on first. Um, and I think they're going to pay Brock the money that Brock wants to come to England to get more eyes on the on the product. And whether it's a Brock interferes in Cody's entrance and just F5s him to hell like four times and Dom gets a chicken shit win that way, or the ref goes down, Brock comes in and hits Cody then. But I'm... I'm I'm backing I'm backing Dom to get this win, which I can't believe I'm ever thought I'd be saying. But yeah, I'm going for Dom. Johnny. Um, so I actually had the same thought process there <laughs> of like getting them through these hard times. Really, like the lowest you could possibly go, this three-year rookie essentially beating Cody Rhodes would be the lowest he could possibly go. And obviously Brock, because of Brock Lesnar, and that would lead to an enraged Cody Rhodes demanding like a Hell in a Cell match or something at SummerSlam. Um, but I also look at the amount of heels in this and it's going to be a very heel heavy winning event if I keep doing that. So as much as that does sound like the best way to do it, and I would definitely book it that way, I'm going Cody Rhodes. Um, but Dominic, you know, comes very, very close. Maybe Brock, you know, interferes after the match. But I see Dominic uh, taking the pin here. But I don't think it's uh, too one-sided. I think it'll be very close. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe if you said to me six months ago these words are going to come out of my mouth, <laughs> I would have said absolutely no way. But I am also very convinced that Dominic Mysterio is going to beat Cody Rhodes from mm -hmm. an interfering Brock Lesnar. I agree that Brock, so 2002, I think was the last time, or three, um, yeah. was the last time he, he made the trip. Uh, yeah, I think I think he'll do it. Um, like you said, Stu, I think this will be the first. I, I'll, I've actually kind of done this in order of how I think they'll appear, maybe. Um, maybe I haven't actually, because I'm not sure about the ladder matches where they'll, where they'll appear. But yeah, first or second I've got for this match. And um Dom Dom's going to do it. Dom Dom's going to yeah. beat Cody Rhodes. A couple of months ago, Cody Rhodes was fighting Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to lose to Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> I, they, I mean, they could. They could even do it. Um, the mid-match, Brock's music plays, and then Dom rolls him up. And, you, and then we see Rhea and Dom laughing. Or so, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. have to make the trip, but I, you know, big pay per view for them in England. I would, I would think that they would probably try and get Brock to turn up. And if they just played the music, they would get the pop, wouldn't they? They would get oh, the, yeah. the, the the pop that they want. Yeah, absolutely. So on that front, we've got two for Dominic Mysterio and one <laughs> for the American Nightmare. It's very rarely I go for Cody Rhodes, but um, this time. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we will have a look at the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. So we have got Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, EO Sky, currently Bailey, and who is the last person that I'm forgetting? Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega. Oh, 
How could I Play forget Selena Vega? How could you forget? Yeah. How could I forget <laughs> Selena Vega? And yeah, these six women will take to the ring. One of them are, will come out with the Money in the Bank briefcase and get a guaranteed world title shot anytime, any place over the next twelve months. I can do it. WWE, give me the job. I've just told you what the match, what you get, what happens. No, but you need um, to tell us eight times during the match. Yeah. Just, just so we know. <laughs> Did you know that if this person climbs that ladder and gets that briefcase, they can cash in any time over the next 12 months? They could do they it can... tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like every woman has done for the past yes. ever. Yeah. yeah. However, <laughs> that won't be possible this year, will it? Because there isn't a women's title match. Uh, they, could, they could demand one. They could demand one. Yeah. I mean, the Money in the Bank ladder match could be on first and someone could come and smack Rhea with it while she's standing ringside. They wouldn't dare. <laughs> they, would, they wouldn't dare. Anyway, we will move on to who we think is going to win the match. Johnny, who have you got in this? Okay, so it's been a few names have gone in my mind since this uh, was announced. Obviously, Eo Sky was the first one I thought of, thinking, well, her against Asuka definitely would be a... Um, a brilliant match to have. I still think that will happen, but not through Money in the Bank. I think it will just happen from, you know, uh, maybe she just challenges her at SummerSlam or something like that. But I think Eo will have that match with Asuka. Um, Zoe Stark was the other one I thought of. But then Trish Stratus got added. And uh, I think Trish is going to win this. And I do think because she's a heel and Zoe Stark is, you know, she's the mentor of Zoe Stark. I think Zoe will, you know, Get halfway up the ladder, and then Trish will be, and then she'll see Trish and be like, "Come on, you can do it. You you can get it." And I think if they're both in the match, I just feel like Zoe's not going to turn on her yet, right? So it's like, well, I appreciate everything Trish has done. So out of respect, I'm going to let her win it. Thank you, Trish. And thank you, Trish. Exactly. Thank you know, you, works Trish. with the storyline. And as we keep saying, she didn't have this option when she was wrestling. And this will also keep her in WWE on long, I don't know how long a contract is, but it means that she'll be around for a while, and I'm sure they'd like to keep her there as much as they can. So I think Trish Stratus is getting the win here. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I also think that by the end of the night, we will be stratified and that Trish is going to win it. Um, I, I think there's a lot that comes into, into play to help her win it. Um, not just the fact that she's really, really, really good at wrestling. I mean, that helps. But I think there's going to be, there will be some miscommunication between damage control. So that takes out EO and Bailey. Um, and I think that, as as you said, Johnny, that Zoe Stark will be the difference maker in, you know, potentially fighting, maybe fights Bailey to the, uh, not fights Bailey, fights Becky to the back or something, and then, you know, get gets rid of her. And then, you know, for someone like Zelina, if she ends up get it, like, getting taken out by Trish and Trish winning, that's not a knock on Zelina, is it? Do you know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. you know, um, so, yeah, I I think Trish will, Trish will do it. Um, and it, it enhances other storylines as well, rather than just meaning that there's no storyline for other people. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Trish. Very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, I've taken the, the same stance as both of you boys. I've gone Trish as well. My heart says Zelina Vega um, because I'd love her to do it. Uh, my head says Trish. It should be EO, um, but I don't think it's going to be. I do think it will be Trish. Um, wasn't around in her day. It wasn't something she could have done. 
this is a this is also a big deal. I, I've ne- for me anyway. I've never seen Trish live, so so mm. to be able to do this okay. now is uh, is is pretty cool. Um, I also realised that four of the five other women in this match have had beef with Becky Lynch in like the last six months. So uh, I can't see uh, <laughs> I can't see Becky um, getting too far up the ladder. Um, also, she doesn't need it. Uh, she could just roll okay. into a world title picture at any point. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to go Trish as well. And I think uh, a big shock. I think she could cash in on Rhea. Um, what was that, mate? I I think they can have a match. I think Zoe and Rhea could have a match, and that'd be the way to do it. But well, you know, no women's ever cashed in and lost, so we need to change that. Um, that is also true. I mean, yeah, they do have a hundred percent record. The problem so, is they put themselves in a hard position because, like, either side of them, like either the world women's world championship or the women's championship, I don't really see either of them losing their titles um, and the money in the bank cash in. Ask them maybe. But I don't think that would happen for uh, Charlotte or Bianca. And obviously, Rhea, I think, would build her up so much. I just don't see why they would. So I think there's a um, very, very real possibility that whoever cashes in doesn't win. I mean, you could even, uh, to, to set something up, you could even have Trish, you know, cash in. The bell, the bell rings on Rhea, and then Becky attacks Trish and costs her her opportunity to then set up their... SummerSlam match or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, my only issue with that, as much as I don't want Rhea to lose her title, my issue of that is it's then going to be what? How long SummerSlam? A month away? Two months away? Like, that's another fairly quick cash-in. I don't think it needs... I don't think they need to have quick cash-ins, let her walk around with a briefcase for a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it also depends on how long she plans on hanging around for. True, there is that. Yeah. But you, you'd think she's going to hang around for a bit to mentor Zoe Starks. Yeah, um, I could. Yeah, I could definitely see her being all the way there till till Mania next year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so three way for Trish in this one yep. as well. Um, yeah. I think me or you, Stu, one of us is going to have to uh, go different from the other one. Otherwise, we'll uh, end up with the, uh, with the same. And I've I've got a horrible feeling. I know which match we could end up going going different on and i'm i don't want to go different in it but i'll i might have to just to well i just think to I, give the different prediction i think i know where that might be going but we'll save that one because i don't <laughs> think it's don't think it's the one i'm about to talk about next we will move on to the world heavyweight championship match we have got seth freaking rollins who has defended his title more times in the past month than roman has in the past year um against not the demon just Finn Balor. Um, that is more than good enough. It's not just Finn Balor. I mean, he's not being the demon. He is being Finn Balor. Um, Stu, where do you see this match going? Uh, I see it being an absolute barnstormer, but I see the visionary retaining his title. From this. Of course we do. Um, I just, <laughs> I think it's a tad too early. Um, I mean, having said that, if if the if this match is before the men's money in the bank match, this would be the way to protect Seth if they wanted to take the title off him, because the judgment day could just kick the shit out of him after the match mm-hmm. and he could be cashed in on. Um but I I don't 
quite see that either. Um, yeah, but I think I do think Seth retains from this match. And yeah. Johnny. Well, as you mentioned there, if, for example, the men's money in the bank match happened and Damien wins, yeah, and then Finn gets beat off Rollins, then they beat him down, and then Damien takes the win after that. And then it's like, well, you're only champion because of me. That could lead to Finn Balor and him having a bit of a dispute there. Um, but I uh, I feel really sorry for Finn Balor because of the way like he tried to do that promo and he was just two people doing his song and he didn't really, you know, he's trying so hard. And because of Rollins being so over, he could barely get his words out. And I want I want Finn to win, but I don't know, because the Judgment Day are supposed to be this dominant faction, so they should have some gold besides just Rhea. But again, Rollins has only just won the belt, so it it's difficult for me to decide on this one, because I want Finn to win, but also Rollins, again, the most over guy on the roster, so he kind of needs to have a belt because he is the most popular. Um, I'm going to go Finn. Oh! oh. <laughs> because... Well, probably hot potato it. Rollins will win it back, and then it'll be a two-time world heavyweight champion, and they love doing that. So blasphemy in our <laughs> ranks. Blasphemy <laughs> in our ranks. I also think that as Rollins uh, beat, uh, sorry, had the match with Finn in 2016, and Rollins being the sort of professional that he is, I'm like, well, you won it last time, and then you got injured because of me, and I think I owe you that. You know, that's sort of in my thought process as well. I could definitely see Rollins. If that's a conversation that they've had, I could definitely see Rollins being the guy to do that. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind either result. To to be honest, yeah. I, I I'm such a big Finn Balor fan, but I'm gonna stick with the visionary. Yeah, I'm not like you know a, a huge like diehard Finn Balor fan or anything. I just feel like I kind of want him to have that moment and lose it properly. So. Well, I'm also a Finn Balor fan, but You're I'm, not going more, I'm not going for Finn Balor. And I also just want to apologise to all our listeners because Johnny chose Finn Balor. So Johnny's obviously fallen, hit his head uh, earlier in the day. So yes, for that, yeah. I do, I do apologise. Um, yeah, no, I love Finn. I think Finn is great, but it's not the time. It's too early. Um, I like the... Well, I don't like the idea, but I, I like... Where your heads were going with the potential beatdown and the the judgment day cash in um because damien had a go already and has failed so if he did mm -hmm. it with the briefcase after finn has had a match then you're right there is there is just cause there for finn to be like well you couldn't do it by yourself you had to wait until i beat him down first before you could uh before you could do it but, but we don't need judgment day dissension we don't we do no, we, we, we absolutely need them don't. to stay together so. we absolutely that is that is absolutely true um i think seth carries it all the way to definitely at least SummerSlam, and i think if wwe is smart and they want that match they also make and keep it to survivor series and then we get the traditional champion versus champion then we get seth versus roman and mm -hmm. give seth give seth the win give seth yeah. the win there why not um but yeah as far as money in the bank is concerned i've got about my boy seth freaking rollins to retain finn balor's gonna win <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll forgive this just in case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you watch when, when uh, Finn when, wins this match and Johnny has to yeah. uh, has to do something for it. Jo Johnny's looking for me in the crowd. Where are I? Where are I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So we will then move on to, I wanted to talk about this, Matt. Actually, I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk about it last because I think it could be great. Um, so before we get to the match that I'm going to talk about last, we will talk about what I think will probably be the main event, but I want to talk about it first. The Usos versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa, Bloodline, Civil War. This story evolves yet again, goes to another level yet again. Um, we're going to come to you, Johnny, first, because I saw a TikTok of yours where you were talking about a poster. Um, yes. So could let us know about that as well mm -hmm. as who you think is going to win this match. Yeah, so um, firstly, I realise I think it might be fan-made. And okay. obviously, my mistake on that one. Um, but it looks very good. It looks very convincing. But you do see there, you see on this poster, you've got the Civil War Avengers-style poster. You've got Reigns on one side with Solo and Paul Heyman. On the other side, you've got the Usos and Rikishi. Rikishi obviously being their dad. And another layer to this storyline would be to have him involved in this. Again, there he's dad and also Solo's dad. So I think it would make perfect sense to have him involved um and i just think that poster was brilliant and obviously now i realize it's fan made and a kind of um not be hope slightly on rikishi appearing but in terms of storyline that would be amazing to have him appear i mean even if it is sorry even if it is fan made or not rikishi's got to appear at some point right yeah mm -hmm. yeah he has to absolutely and i found out that um umaga's son recently announced he's becoming a professional wrestler Wow. So That's that cool. could be um, something as well. He's only just started training, but you could imagine like, all right, Reigns has lost the Usos. <laughs> don't worry, I've got the plan up my sleeve. Don't worry about that. You know, that kind of idea. And there, there's, um, and there, there's still more annoy and annoys, annoys out there for him mm -hmm. to, or Fatus. There's, 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 there's many bloodlines around for him, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, uh, if they wanted to drag this on and on and on, there are there are more places he could go. Because the storyline seems to be focused on Paul Heyman here. I was like, again, he is this super agent, essentially. You know, he has all these contacts, and he's like, I did a couple of phone calls, and uh, we've uh, arranged uh, an alternative plan, Roman, you know, and that would be it, you know, bringing them in. Um, but in terms of who wins, I think the one that would make the most sense, send the fans home happy, would be Jey Uso to pin Roman Reigns. Hasn't been pinned in nearly four years. Who else better to do it, really? Like... Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, yeah, of course, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think again, they need to have some kind of uh, positive thing. The bloodline is collapsing, and I think the only way really to have this would be to have Reigns uh, lose, and then they could have Jake go, "Well, I beat you once, I can do it again," and then he doesn't. But at SummerSlam, but I think like. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to put my neck on the line and say I think Jey Uso pins Roman. So we won't we won't hold you to that for the uh, the prediction, but we'll we'll hold you to to the Usos the Usos mm -hmm. winning, um, which I don't think is too outlandish. Um, mm -hmm. Stu, where do you see this match going? Um, yeah, no, I don't see it being too outlandish either because I'm also backing the best tag team of their generation possibly in the conversation for the best tag team we've ever seen. Uh, I'm back in Jimmy and Jay to win this as well. Um, now you've said it, you know, it started, the story started with Jay and Roman. So it's, it's possible, but I think it's 
I'd probably be more inclined to say that it's Solo that takes the takes mm. the pin. Um, but yeah, no, if you I, want to go really far back, by the way, <laughs> I think when the Shield were around together, I think Reigns the first defeat he had was against one of the Usos. It was there was they, they lost a tag match to the or like with the Usos the, involved, so didn't they? I um, think I'm pretty sure the first person to pin Roman Reigns in WWE was Jey Uso. Yeah. I think so. It, it's 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 there, isn't it? But I, yeah, yeah, I would. I'm I'm going to back the Usos as well. I think it. I think it makes it makes sense for where they what they've been through with Roman and where they are now for them to get this get this win. Um, and realistically, it isn't going to hurt Roman, really. No. Um, and for for reasons both you boys have stated, again, I've got the Usos for the win here as well. Um, I, d I don't think Roman needs it. Um, like you say, I think it sends, sends the fans home happy. And I also think as well, whether they pin Solo or Roman, uh, one of them has got cause for a title match at SummerSlam off the back mm -hmm. of that. Um Maybe even both. Maybe Roman finds himself in a two-on-one handicap match against the Usos for the uh, yeah. undisputed title. But yeah, I'm going to say the Usos as well. I do think this will be the main event, and like you say, send the fans home happy. So yeah, three. Or what? What I was just thinking as you said that. Uh, obviously, we spoke last week. Maybe we've definitely spoken about. It'd be interesting to see Roman do a bit of a like a paranoia angle and sort of go a bit, you know, a mm. bit over the top. What either he or Solo takes the pin and it's announced at SummerSlam that they're going to have a tag team rematch, but whoever get who if Roman or Solo gets pinned, Roman loses the titles. Which it won't happen, Roman will win that match, but I'm just thinking then it could add that layer of real paranoia to Roman. Because Solar, he could lose his belt without losing the match. And then you could have one of the uh, Usos just whisper at him, it's not paranoia, it's the Usos. Love that. It oh, writes yeah. itself. It writes, it writes, it writes itself. itself. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, we've, uh, we've all agreed on that one and on the Usos for mm -hmm. that match. And I'm then... going to have to do it, aren't I? So that me and you aren't agreed on everything, Johnny. I'm gonna have well, to do it. If you want to agree, agree. But I, I assumed this was the match, and I've left it to last because I think it could be the most entertaining match of the night, potentially. Yes. We have got the men's money in the bank ladder match. We have got Butch, Santos Escobar, LA Knight, Damian Priest, Ricochet. Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, Logan Paul. Um, I'm assuming, I'm just going to say, I'm assuming Drew McIntyre as the eighth entrant. Um, I'm assuming there will be an entrance to you. I, I think there will be an eighth entrant, and I think it will probably be Drew. Um, I would love it to be Edge or Randy. There's been no sight of Edge since he lost um, in the world title tournament so if they were like we've got a surprise entrant and it's edge i'd absolutely love that i would love it if it was randy but i do think there will be an eighth entrant and i do think it'll be drew mcintyre um but that's not who i think will win the match um i know you've got a very very vested interest in this match so we will go to you first undeniable johnny goldsmith what do you think yeah 
Um, yeah, it's, I've got I've got to go from like I've I've got to put uh, put um, back Ellie and I to win this. I can't go anywhere else. Um, it'll probably end up being Butch for absolutely no reason. <laughs> yes, but, yes, uh, Butch. <laughs> yes. But, um, I like the time they gave it to Otis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Um, I, I've backed him for this long. Uh, I've got to back Ellie and I, and that's kind of me heart telling me that my head kind of says, not Logan Paul. I think. I think there should be a match between the two of them at SummerSlam, regardless of what happens. There's chemistry there. And again, what better way to get LA Knight known to the mainstream crowd than, you know, trash talking Logan Paul. He's talking about him on his podcast. People then start to know who is this guy and builds up that match there. Um, but Damien Priest would be my second option. That's who I'd like if LA Knight doesn't win. But as I say, I've backed LA Knight all this time. I've got to go with him. I've, I've got to. I don't think that's a bad bad shout at all, but we will move on to me afterwards. But first, Stu, who have you gone for? Have you gone for a prime candidate or have you gone for someone else? Well, so I'm... I would... I really, really would like it to be Damien Priest. I'd love it to be Damien. Actually, out of everyone, I'd love it to be Butch. I'd love Pete Dunne to win it. Um, <laughs> I just don't. I uh, out of everyone involved in this match, barring Priest, I'd say Pete Dunne is my favourite in it. Um, but yeah, I'd love Damien Priest to win it, but I don't think he will. I think LA Knight is going to win it, but so that we don't agree on every single thing, I am going to go for Logan Paul to win it. Um, we we can agree. I, no, I, I no, don't want to sway you or sway no. you away because I know what happens when I sway you away from. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Logan Paul. I think. Oh, what do I think? I think that it. I think the history is there with Seth Rollins because I think he goes after Seth if he wins it, and if he carries that briefcase, decked out in prime colours for six months on every media appearance every episode of his podcast every live every instagram live stream everything he does there are going to be like not exaggerating there could be billions of eyes on that briefcase for a long period of time mm -hmm. um so yeah i my heart really wants damien priest to win it i think la knight is going to win it but to stop us drawing on everything, I will go for Logan Paul to win Money in the Bank. That's yeah. twice now that I've gone for Logan Paul to win something and Dominic Mysterio to beat Cody Rhodes, and I can't believe that I'm coming out with this thing. <laughs> this, is, this is just bizarre. I have stepped into some alternate universe, and I'm not sure about it. Um, I mean, it does worry me a little bit that Logan Paul is in this match. I can't lie because if he doesn't win this match, it'll be his third WWE match in a row that he's lost. Um, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't it doesn't really to. count so much as no, losing in this case. That that is true. But in that same breath, uh, Otis has won Money in the Bank. So anyone 
anyone <laughs> could win this match. So for that reason, I'm going to pick Ricochet. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with everybody saying LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. It, whose game is it? It's LA Knight's game. LA Knight yeah, has got this in the bag. Again, like you boys, if he didn't win, I would be fine with Damian Priest winning. If Damian Priest didn't win, I would probably also be fine if Logan Paul did win it because it would at least be it would be entertaining as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I think but... one of my concerns about Logan Paul winning is that that to me suggests that the full time talent aren't good enough, but he is. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that that's like obviously I see the celebrity aspect of it and getting more eyes on WWE, but. And it's their own fault for not booking them correctly, but it just feels like, all right, so this part-time guy who's not even who's not going to be here the next day, you'd trust him rather than you trust the actual full-time working talent. And I just I don't like that, you know, and I just I would hate Logan Paul to win for that reason. But in terms of you know, eyeballs on the product, yes, I can see that. Yeah. And I, I think that it's like I say, it it's They've backed WWE have backed themselves into a corner, haven't they? Really, because like like we said, I think we said it last week. I and this was before Logan Paul was announced for it. Everybody in this match is really good at wrestling. There are some really good wrestlers in this match, mm. but is there? "Quote unquote star power in this match. Are there big draws in this match? Like that, there will be. La Knight will be a massive draw, and everyone in this match on their ability should be a big draw. It's just they've not really been booked very well leading up to now to be seen as a bit as as a big draw. It like in my in my opinion, which is why I think if they want that star power." They they could go with Logan Paul, which is also potentially why they might throw Edge or Drew McIntyre into this match. So, yeah. because people have been booked badly, is that is that why you're not picking Ricochet? Oh, that, that's exactly it. Because he's been booked badly is my problem with Ricochet. Steve, how would you feel if um, because we saw the little chemistry they have at the Royal Rumble? How would you feel if it ends up being Ricochet against uh, Logan Paul at SummerSlam? Oh, be, I think it'd be a very very good match for Logan Paul to win. Um, <laughs> and, and again, and I, I've always said it. I, I've got no issue with Ricochet's ability. It's everything else about Ricochet that I don't get. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it, it's a problem of WWE's own making that probably the biggest money maker they've got in this match is Logan Paul. Which again is, and we've said it before. That's not a knock on his ability. If 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 Logan Paul was a full time talent, I'd have no issue backing him in this match over LA Knight. No problem at all. But at the end of the day, he's not a full time talent. He, if he if he shows up or when he shows up at Money in the Bank, when's he next showing up on Raw? Like, which is <laughs> is why I haven't picked him because yeah. I don't think you can put it on someone that's that's as part time as he is. No, no. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, again, I completely, I, I sound the most sort of hypocritical individual ever because I completely, completely agree. I've just picked him because 
I, we can I didn't want us to go eight for eight on the same on the same picks, and I could com- <laughs> I could completely see WWE's logic to giving it to to Logan Paul, but mm. you know I think there are probably more pitfalls than positives of him winning it. Yeah, I mean I can I can get behind that, um, but I'm I'm gonna gonna stick with LA Knight. Uh, yeah, um, can yeah. we just take a second as well? Yeah, uh, for. <laughs> His uh, first of all, for when they had that money in the bank promo on Raw, first of all, Logan Paul, you cannot disrespect Butch by saying, Who the hell is that? Because <laughs> Butch just walks in and punches you in the face. That's, yeah. That is everything that should happen. Secondly, LA Knight comes out. This guy in the ring, he makes videos for 14 year old girls. I've got you, I've got you a present. It's a map and it tells you where you can shove each and every bottle of Prime. What? Ah, oh, he's so he's just everything at the moment. He's just so so great. Yeah, like Rock Two Thousand promo. That's you know proper attitude era levels of uh, memorable promo. Like, yeah, he's that good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I think if you look at the way he's been booked as well, pinning Rey Mysterio clean, like that's to me. If Vince McMahon is editing things backstage and he still has LA Knight to win. When they scrapped that triple threat match and went, actually, it'd be better for him to beat Rey Mysterio. Like that to me suggests that even he's behind him. Yeah. Um, and I think scrapping that triple threat match was actually a good idea because, oh, he beat Santos Escobar and Butch, or he pinned Rey Mysterio clean. I just think which mm. one sounds more impressive. And he, got, he probably got a better reaction than mm-hmm. Rey. He did. I I he got a better so reaction good. than the legend that is yeah. Rey Mysterio yeah. Yeah. and got the victory as well. Like things are looking up, things are looking up. So we have come to the end of our money and the bank predictions, but we did ask you guys at home on the Snapbacks channel on the TikTok to get us in some of your questions. You have sent quite a few in. So what I think we'll do is I'll pick three. We'll do three in this episode and then we'll do three each episode afterwards as a sort of a finish point moving forward. So I'm just going to have a look in now. And any anyone watching my live on TikTok now, if you've got any questions for the three of us wrestling related, throw them at me now, please. And thank you. Okay, so here's one from Jay Lambdog. Shout out to you. Uh, he has said, up to this point of the Bloodline story, where do you think it ends? But also, what do you think the next big storyline is once the Bloodline is finished? Oh, oh that's a really good one. Oh. That's, that's another problem, isn't it? You know, they've not really put you in a position where there is one. I'm not oh. sure how, but I think the next massive, massive story in WWE, once the bloodline's done, involves the Judgment Day somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's as far as I can go with that, I'm afraid. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go that the... Because I do partially agree, but I'm going to go the next big storyline involves the rise to potentially Roman levels of domination of Gunther. I had, I had, thought, of, I had thought of that, like, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I have uh, seen rumours where he is the backstage, the heavy, heavy favourite for next year's Rumble. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I if mean, you include like the bloodline story, does that just mean like anything involving Roman Reigns we can't have? Because I had an idea for storyline, but it does involve Roman. Hit us with it. Why not? Um, the whole, as I've mentioned before, the Triple H and Batista evolution. Again, doing that, but with Solo Sokoa this time. Well, like, uh, well, you know, he needs my help. You know, he's good, but he's not quite good enough. And there's that time when uh, Solo overhears him saying it and he's like, all right, okay, I'll, I'll show you that. I'm uh, yeah. more than capable, you know. Um, I guess it is a bloodline storyline, but I just think, like, as a way of completely expanding it, there's Solo just wiping out Roman. Because you've seen Roman, like, he walked into Roman, he, like, hesitated, being like, oh, God, you know. So he's obviously supposed to be scared of Solo, right? Even though he's yeah. the dominant champion. Um, I mean, and, if... Yeah. Sorry, carry on. No, that's, I was saying, like, maybe Solo wins the Royal Rumble. Again, exactly the carbon copy of Triple H Batista, but... Mm. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, sorry, I was just going to say, yeah. if, uh, if um, Roman... If Solo does end up attacking him and he hits him with a chair when he's faced away, then someone's going to have to have a serious sit down with Roman and be like, "You've got to stop turning away from people when they've got chairs in there." Stop giving people chairs and turning your back because there is a real problem here. Um, I would, I mean, I would also, and again, I suppose this this slightly slightly goes against everything we've I've said and we've said about about the judgment day because i absolutely love the judgment day i love all four five sorry members of the judgment day but the whole kind of so the 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 gothic sort of vibe works really really well for damien priest the gothic vibe works really 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 well for rhea ripley the stoogy little wannabe gothic hard times lover boy thing works very very well for dominic the goth vibe doesn't work for me for finn balor what does work for finn balor is being leader of the of a club now could there be you know he recruits jd mcdonough we he recruits some people like that and i i would I'd be all in, as a matter of phrase, for Balor having some form of club type thing trying to take over WWE, especially if they went down the route of Priest having the briefcase and Balor getting a bit jealous and being like, well, I couldn't trust the Judgment Day. These are the boys I can trust. And then maybe maybe even... I suppose it's difficult with the brand split. Not that that matters, but you've got style. Yeah. You've got what, styles. What brand split? Yeah, you've got styles. You've got the OC. You've got JD McDonough. Like, let's have a a Balor Bullet Club type thing with him at just, the helm of that. Just call it Balor Club. Yeah, I think that's but been on T-shirts before, hasn't it? I don't know if Styles would want to be, you know, just in terms of that. Being all about Finn, I don't know if Styles and it Styles would need that. And then you know, call it something. I just think I, d- I don't know. I'm not a big fan, and I've said it before. I don't want or don't think that the Judgment Day need to split up. 
but if they were going to or they were going to take a member away i would take balor away and give him something else i like that i like that so there you go jay lamb dog that is uh what us guys think the next storyline is gonna be um we will take uh i've seen a question that i want to ask last uh but we'll take this one from wrestle drop next now i have to admit i haven't watched much of it or seen a full episode so i'm going to lean on you boys more for this um i think you might have seen clips i don't know if you've watched the full episode but wrestle drops question is also shout out wrestle drop thanks for your support buddy really appreciate it anyone that yeah, doesn't well, follow wrestle drop yeah go follow, follow wrestle drop ridiculous yeah really good uh, he wants to know what we think of Collision so far. CM Punk show. It, it is what it is. It's, it's CM Punk show. It it does it does lend itself to the big roster that AEW have got. Um, and I feel like some of the matches they put on on Collision are slightly better paced and it probably is a bit more action focused than it is on on dynamite um but i think it's still too early to say whether it's been a massive success or a massive flop just yet mm -hmm. i mean i've enjoyed what i've seen there's not much for us to add after two weeks of the show but obviously as we know the main focus is cm punk and i think eventually we have to start seeing the elite have to you know just swallow their pride and get on cm punk for that matter because the biggest storyline in wrestling right now should be CM Punk against all of the elite members, or at least CM Punk against Adam Page, you know, and they need to start implementing that because their biggest show ever, and I think we can safely say that's what it is, the one at Wembley, they need to make it feel that way. And I couldn't think of a bigger match to have in the main event than a match where two guys who legit hate each other are um, on the opposition. I'm sorry, you couldn't think of a bigger match or a better match to headline all in? I'm all about the storyline. <laughs> in, just... in terms of better match, Kenny Omega, I'm sure, and as we know, Will Ospreay. But the storyline is like, this is, line is punk, punk is... levels, like, yeah. you know. Storyline is, is punk page, isn't it? That's the match. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, all, all I'll add to that is... Um, yeah, like you say, it's, it's two weeks in, so it's a bit early to tell. It is CM Punk show, but it is Saturday night wrestling on the telly. That's not been seen in quite a few years, so I guess that is a, a great added bonus. Saturday, night. of course, we had a uh, Wardlow Hardy losing to uh, Jung, uh, Luchasaurus. So. Yeah, we did with a nice interference from Christian Cage, who yes. it's quite quite ironic actually because he he often likes beating up Hardys. So why would he not go for for Wardlow Hardy? It, yeah, yeah. It, it does collision does give a nice opportunity to show off and it but I, again i feel bad saying it like not that it's a b show as such but it gives off like let let me see jay white every saturday night let me see people like that every week because jay white should be being seen every week because he's fantastic and because of their bloated roster it's a little bit difficult to get everyone on show on dynamite so you know i'm i'm all for i'm all for seeing more of jay white but i'm assuming when you're wanting to see jay white you're wanting to see him in one in one action not in a six man tag well yeah but you know let's <laughs> let's start off small and then we'll then we'll build up yeah 
So there you go, Wrestle Drop. Um, we will circle back to that question. I don't know. Let's let's give it an, another month, and then we'll circle. We'll see what we think of Collision in in a month's time when there's been mm -hmm. six episodes. Um, we'll see what we think of that again. Then, and our final question of the evening comes from Luke Dutton. Um, I don't know. I can't work out. I'm trying to picture the president's heads now, and I don't know if it's four or five. But Luke has asked, what is your wrestling Mount Rushmore? I don't know if it's four or five. Four, it's isn't four. it? Four. It's four. Oh, oh yeah. God. So what about our, like, what we think is the Mount Rushmore, not particularly our favourites, but, like, you know, the ones who we think just would be on it as a whole? Or are we doing, like, our personal favourites? Because that's very, very different. I think we should do our personal favourites because that's not necessarily... I think m maybe we'll take his question and we'll do our top five um, mm -hmm. because it's that, okay. that, that's that's more open to interpretation, isn't it? Because it's who, who we prefer and who we've grown up watching, watching and things like that, I guess. Okay, oh, yeah. so, are we, so are we going... Sorry, I was just in... Hi, G. You're right. Have you got any wrestling questions for the boys? Because we're on. We're recording our podcast now. Um, I've just seen G. Unicorn Goff just joined and said hello. Um, hello. Hey, G. Even though she can't hear us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so sorry. Are we doing our top five Mount Rushmore or like who you know as our favourites or who we think should be on the Mount Rushmore? I think we do our favourites. Okay, that changes my that changes who I've written down. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um I still need to think. Um if it is so we're doing are we doing four or we're doing five? Let's do five. <laughs> Great. Because I, I yeah, I, I wanna I yeah, I wanna uh, I wanna do five. I don't wanna miss someone out. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> right. Um who wants to go uh, first? I still need to uh, for for or who I think should be on the Mount Rushmore. I've got four. I've got the four, but for my favourites, I've only got three right now. Because um, we are going to have, I would say, very differing answers yeah. here. Because mm -hmm. I know for a fact, Stu, you're going to have your top one who won't be in my, who won't be in my five. Yeah. <laughs> um Johnny, I think you'll probably have two that won't be in my five. But are we mm -hmm. sorry, I've just I think again, it's three. To, I think it's three you'll find in a few minutes. To to throw mm -hmm. to, to to throw kind of more curveballs into this. Um are we doing current favorite or all time current sort of favourites, whatever of any any company and gender or are we doing pure wwe favorites i think right now if we do like all-time wwe favorites because i think we can do like a series of Aunt rushmore's if you do it that way so yeah um, okay. my, my current favorites probably are different to the ones i'd have in my all-time favorites yeah you know so are we do are we, yeah are we doing all-time favorites are we I, I would say if we do that, and then we could do like a series of Mount Rushmore's every week or something like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So we'll yeah. start off with our all-time favorite. All-time WWE favorites. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know you wanted to put Will Ospreay in there, but Will. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was absolutely where I was going with that. Absolutely where I was going with that. I mean, if it's easier, I can go because I've got I've got my five. Yeah, if you do that. Yeah. Um. Do you know what I'm 
So first and second is Edge and Seth. They are, but I make no mistakes about letting them people know that. Um, then I don't have an order, but they are in. They are that they do round up the top five, but I can't order them. It is uh, Stone Cold, Randy Orton, and Chris Jericho. Okay, nice. That is my top five. Right. Um, I can think of four. So See, after, yeah. <laughs> after after hearing yours, mine has a very distinct new school feel to it. As so, well, it does. It doesn't, but. It kind of does. Um, the so. Undertaker, the Dead Man, American <laughs> Badass. <laughs> Every incarnation of Taker is on there. Um, Mark Calloway. Uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a caveat on that. Kane's one. brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put a caveat. I'm putting a caveat in. Okay, so number one is taker and it's just is it's just um you know that anyone could have told you that was going to be there um orton and edge are also in there um one that it sounds weird that i say i'm not sure about i am sure about but if you ask me tomorrow he might not be in there is batista i loved batista so much so much love for batista um and my final pick depends. I've got two names written down. It depends if you're going to let me have a woman or not. Yeah, I think that's fair. If, if you yeah. let me, if you let me have a woman, I would have Rhea, obviously. Yeah. However, that the caveat to that is AJ Styles because yeah. I just love everything that he does. Mm. So you know, that's a great five. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Right, so and, and thin, sorry, Finn Balor was really unlucky not to make that. Very, very if, good choice. If, yeah. if Finn Balor's entrance was better than Batista's, Finn Balor would probably have made that list, but it's not yeah. better than Batista's. So, Balor's, <laughs> Balor's music is better than Batista's. No, it isn't. Yeah, it, is. it isn't. I'm sorry, it's not. I love Finn Balor. Oh, I love, I love, I love, I love I Walk Alone. I love I Walk Alone, but I just, I just love Balor's theme more. <laughs> So, and that's the beauty of this podcast. We will yeah. agree to disagree. <laughs> we will yeah. agree to disagree. But, but Stu's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, as I mentioned, the top two is a toss up between Kurt Angle and Rob Van Dam. Always has been. RVD was the first wrestler that I really took an interest in. Kurt, I didn't like as a child, but then you realize, no, he's, he's very good, isn't he? Like every match as he has was tremendous. Um, even though there were some questionable storylines like with Booker T and Charmel, but you know. um, and a lot of his matches were with Chris Benoit, of course, which we can't really talk about. But he, Kurt, even said himself, you know, take his matches out with him, they take out most of his career. So, um, yeah. it's one of those things. Uh, Rob Van Dam, yeah, as I say, but third and politics aside, Kane is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time because of the unique look he had. Particularly up until 2004, I think after that, he kind of probably should stop. Um, up until when he had a match with Taker at WrestleMania 20, I think that was the best versions of Kane up until then. Yeah. Um, then we've got Steve Austin. I have to, you know, pick Rocker Austin, has to be Stone Cold again. You know, he relates to so many people out there. I think, mm -hmm. you know. Um, the last choice, um, it's difficult. Um, it's either Batista or... Sean Michaels, which I know that Johnny isn't too keen on, but again, I always watched Sean and enjoyed most of the matches he had. 
And I only watched Sean from 2002 onwards. So anything before then, I'm not really familiar with. But I think when he came back, I think Sean put on some of the best matches he's had. Other than um, them brown trousers in uh, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, that was uh, that was awful. Um, <laughs> but Batista gets that just ahead of Sean because, again, his theme song, oh, one of the best. Batista's theme song is better than Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can agree on that. Yeah, we agree on that. Yes, we can agree on that. And and just so my the the names I scribbled down for my my Mount Rushmore, who I think would probably be on there, I did have Taker, Stone Cold, John Cena, and Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. As um, much that, as that, much as I don't like Hogan in any way, that Mount Rushmore you've just said there is exactly the same as mine. To be yeah. fair, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd I'd have to think about think about mine. Um, <laughs> Because if it's who should be on there, I'd probably be inclined to put HBK on there. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, um, again, very, very good argument as to why that should be the case. Yeah. yeah. Who gets taken off, though? Uh, so who was yours? Taker? Stone Cold, Cena and Hogan. <laughs> take off Hogan. Just because he's a douche. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is with Hogan, like all the big four pay-per-views exist because of him. So it's kind of yeah. it's hard to wipe them out because it was all trying to set up matches between him and Andre. I think him and Randy at one point. And you know, they exist because of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and that's I I think I just personally think take off Hogan because you you just can't take off the other three. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, but that mm-hmm. that would be my only change to that. I would say yeah, Taker, Cena, Stone Cold, HBK yeah. should be. Yeah. But again, uh, as we said, there's probably if you put a if you said name a Mount Rushmore of your four technical wrestlers, I probably wouldn't have them four anywhere near the list. Like yeah anywhere near it um Mm -hmm. so you and probably as much as it pains me to say it if you did a mount rushmore on sort of gate receipts and as a as a money-making thing you'd probably have to take take her off and put someone else on Mm -hmm. Uh, in terms of like merch sales or something like that You'd probably have to take Taker off. Yeah, um, I'm not yeah. necessarily, uh, but you know, I'm not going to do that. So, so there you have it. That is our our Mount Rushmore slash five favorite wrestlers. This has been our Money in the Bank's prediction of snapbacks and beards, boys. Did you have? anything you wanted to add to this episode before we jump to the outro no i'm all good i'm just checking checking through there's a couple of com a couple of questions but there was i'll say we've kind of answered it one said um favorite wrestler of all all time where we've we've said Mm. obviously take a van damme and edge followed by seth it's kind of the kind of what we've got there so yeah, I have a question cool. for you, Johnny. Um, so, obviously, we've already done our predictions, but let's say Drew isn't involved in the Money in the Bank match. Could we see Seth winning, and then he gets met with a Claymore, and it just officially starts that heel turn from Drew McIntyre? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Drew's there one way or another if he's not in that Money in the Bank match. That mm. could happen. We see the heel turn there. I also do wonder if he's hiding under the ring. Um, I know they're going to be on separate brands, but obviously at the last UK event, Solo hid under the ring and came out and cost Drew. Mm. Does Drew hide under the ring and return the favour? I don't know. Mm. But... Um, as long as Tyson Fury doesn't start singing at the end, we'll be fine. <laughs> just, just before, just before we uh, head to the outro, um, Charlie has just, just popped in and just said, and that I'm only including this because I know it's a vested interest for you, Johnny. How would you do Edge's retirement? So, I, I personally think it has to be a match at WrestleMania between him and Cena. Would be how I would do it. So. But, what I would do is I would have a tr I would love Edge's last match to be him winning the world title laying yeah. down the belt and just leaving going but out on his own terms I think what would pull on the heartstrings more is if they all decided they wanted to retire at the same time is if we had a triple threat between Edge yeah. Randy and Cena, if they went one more time, who wins? I don't care. Um, I feel like that would pull on the heartstrings more and and, and end end that. Yeah. So um, it's funny you say that. So Charlie, obviously you can't hear what Johnny's just said, but your comment very very similar. But check out the podcast on Wednesday when it's released because you two are on the same lines of what you've just said. So there you go. Yeah, there we go. So we have come to the end of the episode. TWG Stu Matos 1991, where I know that's not your actual <laughs> full handle. Uh, where can people find you? So people can head over to my Instagram, that WrestleGram that I'm slowly trying to build up with just wrestling pictures of some variety. Um, but my main social media is my TikTok, that wrestling guy at TWG1991. On the road to 5k so if people head over there for all things wrestling related perfect undeniable one where can they find you find me on tiktok at johnny goldsmith and i'm on 19.5k now so we're slowly building up um i want to try and get 20 by money in the bank but unless i have one viral video in the next two days that's not going to happen um but yeah keep uh following me if you aren't already Johnny underscore Goldsmith underscore on Instagram. And also this will be out by Wednesday. So Outcasters, um, I'll be a guest on there this week. So um Ooh. <laughs> we, we, we love the outcasted. We guys. love the yeah, outcasted yeah. guys. Shout out outcasted. If you don't listen to their podcast, go and listen to it as well. They do it live every Thursday night around 8 p.m. on YouTube. Yes. Uh so go and check that out as well. It's a great podcast. Um I have been Jay WrestleTalk. You can find me on Instagram, J.E. WrestleGram, and you can find me on TikTok at J.E. WrestleTalk, where I'm trying to get to 2,000 before Money in the Bank. I'm currently 47 away, so it's not too unreasonable that it could be done, but I feel like I might come up just short. Um, so if you don't follow and you want to give me a follow, go follow now, uh, and you can find all of us collectively on tiktok at snapbacks and beards that is where you will find anything to do with the podcast anything us boys have got to say 
will be on there as well as our own personal pages. And with yes. that said, thanks for listening, guys. And Johnny and Stu, thanks for joining me always. And we will see you next time. Take care, guys. See you later. Take care, lads.